Oh, beloved Satguru, come and meet me. My soul is longing. This is a bhajan of Guru Arjan Dev's. Ji Satguru Pyare Amilo Menu. <clears throat> on page 174. I don't realize you're doing, but you have united me with God. I am full of bad qualities. I have no good qualities. But you yourself took pity on me. When you took pity on me, grace was showered, and I met the beloved Satguru. Nanak says, I will live only if I get Nam, and my body and mind will blossom. Oh, beloved Satguru, come and meet me. My soul is longing. A budget of Guru Arjan Dev on page 174. Jee Satguru Pyare Amihilo Mehinu Jee Satguru Pyare Amihilo Mehinu Tara Sarehi Jana Hai Meri Tara Sarehi Jana Hai Meri Jee Ki Ta Jato Nahi Jitera kita jato me nahi Ji me nu joga kito i Ji me nu joga kito Satguru Pyare Amihilo Mainu Satguru Pyare Amihilo Mainu Tara Sarehi Jana Jana hai. 
Choti Jatadakabirajula Namajapa Ucha Hogya Choti Jatadakabirajula Namajapa Ucha Hogya Choti Jatadakabirajula Namajapa Ucha Hogya Musa Musa Rovei Kabirajiki Mai Musa Musa Rovei Kabirajiki Mai Kabira 
चुनो मेरी माई कबीरा सुनो मेरी माई हमराइन खजाता ये कराग्राई हमराइन खजाता ये कराग्राई नाम जपा ऊंचा हो गया चौथी चात दाखाबेराजवा नाम जपा ऊंचा हो गया चौथी चात दाखाबेराजवा नाम जपा ऊंचा हो गया Kabir was once a low caste weaver. He became the highest by meditating on Nam. And a reminder that there'll be a memorial service for Sam Friedman who left the body just a week ago. The service will be this afternoon here at the Satsang Hall at 3:30. This first reading is a question and answer session that took place in Rajasthan with Sanchi in October of 1990. The talk was printed under the title Give Up Two Things: Laziness and Hurry. And the questioner says, Beloved master, when I go to different places where people are meditating, often I have found that some people feel like they are going to die. or their body starts trembling and they feel like all of a sudden they have become very stiff or sometimes they feel as if they're going to have a heart attack other people feel nauseous and feel very dizzy and they feel as though they're going to fall so when this happens they open their eyes and when they lose their concentration then the whole experience finishes i was wondering if the master would like to comment on what this is about and what it is like to die while living and sanchi replies it is a general question and every satsangi should think about it master kripal singh always used to say suppose a piece of silken cloth is thrown upon a thorny bush and if you try to take it off by using your force or by doing it all at once it is possible that that piece of silken cloth may get torn but if you spend some time and if you do it patiently then you can easily remove that piece of silken cloth from the thorny bush this is just a worldly example the reality is that our soul is spread in every single cell of our body <clears throat> not only in our body but also in the outside world in the problems and disputes of our communities and the disputes of all other places wherever our connection is wherever our contact is our soul is spread everywhere when we try to withdraw our soul from all the places where she is absorbed if we try to do it all at once then it is natural for us to feel that pain You read in the Anurag Sagar how once the souls were one with God Almighty 
they were not different from him. They were one with him. And the souls were given to the negative power because the negative power did the devotion of God Almighty and becoming pleased with his devotion, God Almighty gave the souls to the negative power. So when the souls were given to the negative power, when they left their real home and came down to the lower plains, they came to Banwar Gufa, they came to Parbram and to the other lower plains. And as they came down to the lower plains, different covers started covering them. First of all, when the souls came into the causal plane, the causal cover engulfed them. And further on, when they came down into the astral plane, they had the astral cover on them. And then when the souls came down to the physical plane, they were covered by this physical covering. So when the soul got covered with the physical cover, and when she started seeing things outside, she got involved in the outside things, so much so that she forgot her reality, her origin, and she even lost her life. Our soul not only has these three covers, which are covering her when, she, when we are living in this physical plane, the negative power also has created the five dacoits, the five passions. These five passions are attached to us. And 25 prakritis, or worldly essences, which pull the soul downward, are also attached to us. <clears throat> it is a practical experience of the saints, and that is why they tell their dear children. If you try to withdraw your soul from all these powers which are pulling your soul downward, if you would, will apply all your force and try to do it all at once, your condition will become like the condition of that piece of silken cloth which is thrown upon a thorny bush. And if you try to take it out using all of our force, it is possible that it may get torn. So we have to do it very gradually, and we have to do it very lovingly, otherwise we will have the pain. Our soul is spread into this world by doing the world Simran, Everyone in this world is doing the Simran of the world. A clerk is doing the Simran of his work, thinking of what he has completed today and what he has to do tomorrow. He always goes on doing the Simran of his work. <clears throat> the housewives do the Simran of their kitchen, of their household, of what they have cooked today and what they will cook tomorrow. They go on doing the Simran of their home. In the same way, the farmers also go on doing the simran of their work, thinking of what they have to sow and what they have to harvest and what work they have to do on the farm. <clears throat> Everyone in this world is attached to his own work and is always doing the simran of his work. Masters have given us one very easy way of forgetting the simran of the world because they know that a crop which is affected by water can be cured only by water. So that is why they know that only the simran can cut the other simran. That is why they have given us that simran which they themselves have practiced and which they themselves have perfected. Behind the simran given to us by the perfect master is his renunciation his sacrifice, his meditation work. That is why when we do the simran given to us by the masters, 
we always <clears throat> that is why when we do the Simran given to us by the masters we also remember his form because whenever you think of anything the image of that thing appears in front of you by itself in the same way when you do the Simran given to you by the perfect master the form of that master starts appearing in front of you like that <clears throat> The technique of doing the meditation is what has been explained to you at the time of initiation. At the time of initiation, it is very well explained how we have to keep our attention at the eye center and do the Simran lovingly and slowly. Our soul is spread all over our body and also it is spread everywhere beyond the body. So first of all, we have to keep our attention at the eye center and do the Simran slowly so that we may bring our attention, we may bring our soul and concentrate it first of all in the body and then later on at the eye center. If we try to pull our soul right up using all our force, we will definitely have pain and it will be a very painful process. When you sit in the meditation, keep your attention at the eye center and do the Simran slowly as you have been instructed at the time of initiation. All your attention, the remembrance of your brothers and sisters and all your relatives which is bothering you, first of all you will start forgetting them and all your attention, all your soul will first concentrate in your body from outside. When you start withdrawing your attention or your soul from within the body, first of all you feel the pain as if the ants are biting you in your legs. It is only because your attention is still spread in your body that you are feeling that. But gradually, when you practice and perfect your Simran, when you withdraw completely from the body and bring your attention to the eye center, you will not feel any pain. And the person who is sitting next to you may not even know that you have withdrawn so far and that you are at the eye center. Now regarding those dear ones who feel unconscious while meditating or those who feel like their body has become stiff and those who have all these problems in the meditation, what happens is that those people have not really done the meditation in their home. For many days they forget the Simran, they don't meditate regularly and they don't have a schedule of meditation back in their home. But when they are in such a meeting, a satsang where they see other people meditating, then they have this feeling of haste in their mind. They also want to catch up with the meditation and they want to meditate as much as the other people are doing. Since they have not done the meditation and they are not in the habit of sitting for such long hours, when they try to withdraw all at once, using all their force, that is why they have all those problems. Everyone should increase the time of their meditation gradually and do their meditations regularly. Swamiji Maharaj has said that every satsangi should give up two things. One is laziness, the other is hurry. It is because of the laziness that we do not meditate regularly every day. Whenever we come in the company of the dear ones who do the meditation, we have this feeling of hurry and we want to meditate a lot. 
than looking at the other people meditating, we even have a feeling of hurry. Why doesn't our inner veil open? And why are we not seeing all the inner things? We should give up that feeling also. Many times when we attend the meditation retreats, then just to get the praise from the other people, we give more time, more than we can handle in the meditation. You can understand this example, you can understand this with the example of eating food. Suppose there is a person who has been eating very little every day. If someday he eats double the amount of food with which he is used to, he will definitely become sick. Paul has many tricks with which he deceives the souls. Many times in order to get the praise from the other people, he makes us pretend to be that kind of devotee who sits for a long time. Sometimes such devotees put in more time in the meditation sittings when another meditator is going to come and see them, or even when the master is going to come. Then in front of him and in the group, they pretend to be doing more meditation. So when people put in more time than usual, then they have all these problems. And also sometimes some people are mentally sick, but they are not aware of this. That is why when they sit in meditation, due to some kind of posture which they have taken, their legs become numb, their body becomes numb, and for many hours they remain unconscious, and they think that their soul has gone up. But that was not the case. It was because of their sickness. People who are mentally sick or those who are physically sick don't want to believe that they became sick or had pain in meditation only because of their regular sickness. Instead of realizing that it is because of their sickness that they have become like that, they say that it is because of the meditation that they have become sick. It is my personal experience that if we do the meditation according to the principles of the path, as we have been instructed at the time of our initiation, then our soul can withdraw from the body very easily and we can see the master within. It is exactly like when you are having a dream and you are awakened by a noise or something happening outside. When you open your eyes, you don't remember the dream. You only see the thing which is in front of you. In the same way, if you do the meditation according to the instructions given to you at the time of initiation, if you do it gradually, your soul will very easily withdraw from your body. And without making any big effort, you will enjoy the inner bliss without remembering the pains and things. You can remain there as long as you want, and you can easily come and go without feeling any pain. This is what the masters call being reborn or dying while living, when we withdraw behind our eyes, forgetting the thoughts of the world. Guru Nanak Sab says, The Guru Muks come and go, without any obstacle. When we close our eyes, we go up, and when we open our eyes, we come down. Such meditators remember God Almighty always. They keep their attention towards God Almighty, even in the crowded places, even when they are moving around, even when they are talking to people. Such a meditator talks with people with his mouth, 
but in his heart he is always connected to God Almighty. In the Sant Mat practices, no disciple ever has a bitter experience. All the experiences in the practice of Sant Mat are sweet. Those who have bitter experiences, in fact, they do not do the meditation. I first got to see such experiences in the time of Master Sawan Singh. Many women, as well as men, but mostly it was women, who used to do these things. When they would sit in meditation with other people, some of them would be mentally sick or some of them would have some other sickness. And they would sit for three or four hours and then they would fall backwards. Other people would think, her soul has gone up. And then they would start praising the person and they would start bowing down to that person. So this would happen every day. And that person who was falling backwards would make it a routine to fall backwards in order to impress other people that her soul had gone up. But when new people saw that, they would get confused and they wondered why such a thing was happening. So Master Solon Singh had given special instructions to the organizers of the satsang that they should not allow such people to sit in the front rows of the satsang. If they wanted, they could go and sit in the back. I have also seen that when Master Solon Singh Ji would walk in front of the Sangat, many women would bow down at Master Solon Singh's feet and at once they would fall backward as if their soul had gone up. Their other companions would cover their face so that the other person would not see, meaning the person who had fallen down's face would be covered, so that the other people would not see whether that person had closed her eyes or not. And that person who was pretending as if her soul had gone up, on one side she would pretend that she had withdrawn from the body, but on the other side she would also go on removing the flies from her body. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to feel very bad about such people. I also got to see such things like this in the time of Master Kripal Singh. Whenever he used to come to our area, and whenever people would do things like that, he would also get upset. Such a thing also happened in the Bangalore program. There was one old woman who became unconscious, but she had some problems at home, and also she had some physical problems. Usually the people who pass out in meditation or who become sick in meditation are those people who have had problems in their homes or who have physical problems. That woman's family was worried and confused, so they called me. I went, I went there and saw her, and I told them to give her some massage, and after some time she would come back into the body, that it was only because of her physical sickness and the problems she was having that she had passed out in the meditation. <clears throat> so I hope that the dear ones will remember and meditate according to the instructions given to them at the time of initiation. If they will meditate like that, they will never have a bitter experience. Always remember the words of Master Kripal, who used to say, you should give up hundreds of important works to attend the satsang. And you should sacrifice thousands of important works to sit in meditation. <clears throat> he also used to say that you should not feed your body until you have fed your soul with the food of meditation. I hope that all the dear ones will meditate regularly 
with reference to the meditation instructions. Up until now, all of those who have followed the instructions of the Master, no one has ever had any bitter experience. In the future also, I hope that nobody will have any bitter experience if they do the meditation according to the instructions of the Master. In the message which I have given to the dear ones about coming to India, I said that before you come on this trip, you should prepare yourself for it. That means that you must be meditating regularly before coming on this trip. This is a fact. <clears throat> Those dear ones who are regular in their meditations back in their homes, when they come well prepared for this trip, they tell me about their progress in the sound, and they tell me how they are able to see more light. They do not have any physical problems. They do not have any difficulty in meditating over here. But when the dear ones who do not meditate regularly in their homes come on this trip, because they are not in the habit of sitting for such long hours, when they have to sit for longer hours, either they become sick or their body aches because they have to sit more. And then becoming sick, they bother the other people also. <coughs> And this talk is a talk that Sanchi gave to a group before they visited the underground meditation room. This talk was given in February of 1987. And it was given the title, Use the Time You Have Now. And Sanchi says, I am very pleased that God gave us this opportunity of sitting in his remembrance for this period of 10 days. Only because of his grace were we able to spend time in his remembrance. But spending time in his remembrance can be worthwhile only if we maintain this, only if we continue being in his remembrance, and only if we continue doing the meditation. Then this time that we have spent in his remembrance can become worthwhile and successful. If we do not continue doing the meditation, if we do not remain in his sweet remembrance after we leave here, then the meditation we have done for the past 10 days cannot become successful. The meaning of becoming successful in the meditation and in his remembrance is that we should rise above the body and the organs of senses. God Almighty, our master has given us the responsibility of withdrawing to the eye center and we can become we can become successful in that only if we rise above the mind and organs of senses. Dear ones, those who come here in these groups and who after going back from the group continue doing the meditation, when they get the opportunity to come back to the ashram again, they tell me about their progress in meditation. I become very happy to know that they continued doing the meditation after they left this ashram and that because they continued meditating, they have progressed a lot. They tell me about their high experiences, which gives me a lot of pleasure. I become very pleased with them. But those do, dear ones who do not meditate after going back from the groups, 
When they come back here again, they complain that they cannot still their mind. Their mind wanders a lot, or they have pain in the back, they have pain in the knees, and things like that. They spend all their time over here just complaining about those things. So, dear ones, you see that those who continue doing their meditation get a lot of progress. They improve a lot in their meditation. Whereas those who do not continue doing the meditation have all sorts of complaints and they do not progress in the meditation. You know that we can become competent in any work only if we do it regularly and wholeheartedly. Even in worldly work, if we do something for two days then we stop, we do not become as successful in that as if we were doing it regularly. I did not start doing the devotion just by looking at other people doing the devotion. I did not learn to do the devotion by looking at others. It was something from my own within, and I started it in my childhood. This is why I call myself as the most fortunate one, because right from my childhood, my thoughts were very pure, and I was devoted to Almighty God. So what Master Kripal used to say, that there is food for the hungry and water for the thirsty. That is exactly correct. And he also said that it is not as difficult to realize God as it is to become a human being. He also used to say that God is in search of man. If someone makes himself a real human, then God himself will come and find him. That is why I understood myself as the most fortunate one that with his grace, my thoughts were very pure in my childhood. That is why that gracious, almighty Lord Kripal came to me himself, and he awakened my sleeping soul. You know that if someone is in love with someone outwardly, if he has the physical love, even in that outer or worldly love, the lover does not feel hungry. He does not feel thirsty. He gives up everything of this world just because of that love. In the same way, those who have this divine love, those who are in love with their master, with Almighty God, they also do not pay any attention to their hunger and thirst. They pay no attention to the public shame or anything like that. Because right from the beginning, right from childhood, they have the real yearning. They have the real love for God Almighty. Even though they have not seen God Almighty, but still within themselves, they always feel as if they have lost something. They always remain sad. They are waiting for him. If someone asks someone like that, why are you sad? Have you lost anything? They will say, well, I don't know. He always feels that he has lost someone or something. Outwardly, he may say, I am all right. But deep within, he feels that sadness because of not seeing his beloved God Almighty. All the saints have had this sadness. Guru Nanak also had this sadness, and because of it, people used to say that he had lost his senses. He does not have that power of intellect. He does not have the power of thinking. Or some ghost has taken him over. 
In the lives of many saints, such things have happened when they have gone through this period of deep sadness. People have always talked about things like this. But the dear ones, the saints who have felt the sadness, only they know what they are looking for. <clears throat> Such dear ones, right from their childhood, always get the messages of love in their soul. If they are born in a rich family, they throw away that richness and do their devotion. If they are born in a poor family, they do not crave to become rich, and they do not go on collecting the material wealth of the world. Their effort, their desire is only to find that thing which they have lost, and they always crave for the beloved. They always wish that they had met the Almighty Lord right from their childhood. Within them, they have this desire. <clears throat> the true lover does not have any complaint if he goes through any painful moment or any difficult moment. He does not wonder why this moment came or why do I have to go through all this suffering because he knows that the one whom he loves knows only to shower grace on him and that he knows the best. The real lover only knows how to love. You know about the love of the moth for the light. The moth loves looking at the light. And the moth is so much in love with the light that the moth goes there and it burns itself in the flame of that light. But it does not complain. It does not say, why did you burn me when I am in love with you, when I live only by looking at you? The moth always maintains this tradition of love. And that is why whenever he sees the light burning, he goes there because of that love, and he burns himself in that. <clears throat> Majanu and Layla were in love with each other. Layla was a princess, and Majanu was from a very poor family. But their love was not like the love which the Majanus and Laylas of this present time have. Their love was pure, free from all the worldly pleasures and indulgences. In the Muslim scripture, it is written that those who cannot maintain purity in the worldly love, they can never become successful in the divine love. Master Kripal also used to say, worldly love is like the bridge to cross over to get to the divine love. Worldly love is like the bridge to cross over to get to the divine love. The bridge is not the place to live. It is meant only for crossing the river. In the same way, if we can become perfect in the worldly love, it is only meant for getting to the real or divine love. Majani used to wander in the forest with the fakirs because in the love of Layla, he also had become a fakir. Once it so happened that Layla wanted to have the darshan of Majanu. She wanted to see what Majanu looked like and how he was at that time. So she performed something like a yajna, to which she invited all the fakirs and the holy men. Because she wanted to see Majanu, that is why she arranged this yajna. Now when she did that, everyone went to attend the feast. The fakirs with whom Majanu used to wander told Majanu, let us go there because Layla has invited us and they will be serving good food there. Why don't you come with us to eat the good food? Majanu had become a fakir because of the love of Layla, but he thought, I should not go there unless I learn whether she remembers me or not. I should do something so that I may be convinced 
whether she remembers me or not. So he didn't go to attend that feast. When one of his friends asked him to go with him, he said, Well, I am not going, but you take my cup. So he gave his friend his cup and told him that after he'd eaten the food, he should tell the servants to give him some food for Majinu. He said, You should make sure you say that this cup belongs to me, that it belongs to Majinu. So when everyone went there to attend the feast, the people sat in lines, and as the servers served the food to them, Layla would come out to see if Majinu had come, because she had done that thing only to see Majinu, but Majinu wasn't there. When the fakir who was carrying Majinu's cup finished eating, he asked for some food for Majinu. He said, this cup belongs to Majinu. Layla was also standing there, and she heard that, and she was upset. So instead of putting any food in that cup, Layla kicked that cup with her foot, and she broke it. That fakir went back, and Majinu asked, Dear one, did you bring any food from her, for me? He said, Well, what should I tell you? I didn't bring any food. She kicked your cup, and she broke it. He said, well, you should have said that it belonged to me. And the fakir said, I did say that, and only when I said this cup belongs to Majinu, that's when she kicked and broke your cup. And at that time, Majinu started dancing in joy and said, I am very pleased. Now I know at least she remembers me. So, dear ones, I do not want to say a lot about myself. I do not want to go on talking about myself. But since we are talking about this, I would like to say about myself also, and this is a true thing, that my love with beloved Master Kripal was exactly the same as the love of Layla and Majnu. When beloved Lord Kripal came in the human form, and when he came to see me, at that time I accepted him as God Almighty. I welcomed him, I respected him, and I believed him to be God, Almighty God. I was so happy because I realized at least he remembers me. Because I used to understand my love with him as the love of Majanu with Layla. I went to many different communities and religions. At a time in India when people used to believe so much in different castes and religions and they used to consider these things very much. So I went to all the different communities and religions because I was thirsty and I was looking for God Almighty. I did not criticize anyone. I did not comment on anyone's practice or their path. I went there with all my faith and love for them. When my beloved master came to see me, when I was thirsty, he came in the human form. He gave me the water of life to drink, and I drank that water with all faith, love, and respect for him. I did not ask him whether this water belonged to the Hindus, Muslims or to the Christians or to the Sikhs. I did not even ask him from which religion did he come or what was his name, what was his caste, what was his religion. I did not even care to ask him from where he had come. Since I was thirsty and he had the water for me, I drank that water which th satisfied my thirst. Dear ones, when he came here, I did not even ask him whether he was a renunciate or a householder. I did not ask any question from my beloved Gurudev. You know that I was thirsty for him right from my childhood, and he had the water for me, so he came. No one had told me any critical words about him, 
and no one had even praised him to me. I did not know anything about him. You can very well imagine, how did he know about me? How did he know that somebody had been sitting in his remembrance since childhood? He himself came to me. He sent me a message that I should stay at home because he would be coming to see me. And he himself came to see me. So you can see that he knew that someone was sitting in his remembrance. He made me leave that place right away and he told me to come and sit here. He himself made this place with his orders. This underground room was made. We have not made any changes in this part of the building except for the place where I am now sitting because we used to have a bathroom inside and that is why we had to raise the level of this room. Otherwise, everything else is the same. It was all his grace that he made me sit here in meditation and this place was made according to his wishes. I don't know why he wished for this place. He told me I should not come out. I should not go to see him. Whenever he wanted, he would come to see me. And he also told me that I should not wait for him. Whenever I would remember him, he would come here to give me his darshan. Outwardly, there is no way I can thank him. One can really thank him only after going within. The story of the love cannot be described in the words of the mouth. One can understand the story of the love only by mixing himself in the love. Those who have sowed onions all their life long, how can they know the fragrance of apple blossoms? In the same way, those who have always used heavy, rough blankets, how can they appreciate and know the value of fine wool and silk? We worldly people have put the worldly pleasures on our head. We give importance to the sensual pleasures. The Mahatmas give us the elixir, give us the nectar of the Nam, only when we divert our attention, our mind, from the worldly pleasures. Dear ones, when the dear one goes within and manifests the form of the master within, the form of the master is brighter inside. And there, whatever question the disciple asks, the master gives him that. Sometimes there are even the moments of humor inside. The disciple says what I am and what you are. After going there, one realizes how dirty I was, how impure I was, and my master is pure. He is a holy being. He is a holy one, and he had pity on me. He had mercy on me, and he brought me in. All the saints who have gone inside, who have gone within, have called themselves as the guilty one, as the inferior one, and they always and they have always called their master as the pure one. Ajayv also confessed the same thing in front of his master Kripal. He said, The life of Ajayv is full of the bad qualities. Take me across. When he showered grace upon me, he came here. And when they took me out from the meditation in this underground room, at that moment I remembered the times when I used to go from door to door searching for God Almighty. I used to call my search going from door to door. Because when I was searching for God Almighty, I had gone to so many different communities and religions only in search for Him. So I said this couplet in front of Him. I said, 
I have gone from door to door praising people in the name of God and telling them to come and put their alms in my cup. You know that the people who go begging from door to door always go on rousing the people in the name of God. They shout aloud so that people may wake up and come out and give them the things that they are begging for. So I said, my my dear beloved master, I went from door to door begging for the alms and I roused people in the name of God so that they would give me the alms. And when I roused you, when I came to your door, you gave me the alms. You gave me the donation. And those who will give the donation to me, their desires will be fulfilled. This was a part of the couplet. When I said this to Master Kripal, he laughed and said, What desires of mine can you fulfill if I give you the things? I told him, Oh, Father, that is true. There is nothing I can do for you. Your desires are already fulfilled. But I am requesting you only to put the alms in my cup because you are all in all and you can do everything. But I want to say that Master can get a true disciple only if he is the most fortunate one, just as the disciple gets the perfect Master only if he is the most fortunate one. In the same way, a Master also gets a disciple if he has good fortune. The reason for saying all these things to you is that you should not wait for the future time. You should not think that as the time will pass, we will come close to him. In this path, time is not a factor. You should use the time you have now. And also, we should not say that we will meditate only if the Master will shower grace on us. Dear ones, you have to become receptive to the grace. He is always showering his grace on you. You have to receive the grace. That is why Master Salman Singh Ji used to say, The man at whose door the animals are tied, he knows when he has to give them water, when he has to feed them, when he has to bring them from the shade to the sun. So in the same way, if we remain devoted to the Master, if we go on doing the path of the Master, then he is also aware of us, and he also showers grace on us. So that is why I say that we should not waste any time. We should appreciate the time. We should make our lives pure and do the meditation. And the satsang tape that we're hearing is a satsang from... January, February group in 1990. And last Sunday, at the conclusion of hearing the tape, uh, Sanchi had told a long story. And this story was about something that had happened in a nearby village. A man was told by a group of deceivers that if he gave them 10,000 rupees, they would turn it into 20,000 rupees. And Sanchi said, when you feel greedy, then you give away everything to get more. And this villager who the deceivers had approached was very excited, and he sold a lot of belongings and raised a lot of money that he gave to this gang. But in the gang, there were two people who weren't really thieves, and they didn't get along with the other people in the gang. And so they went to Sanchi 
and told him about the deception. And then they tried to tell the man's family about the deception, that all of his money was really gone. <clears throat> so this whole story was told, and now Sanchi's going to tell us how this story connects to spirituality. So it seemed important to remind you of the story. ਸਾਡੀ ਦੁਨੀਆਦਾਰਾਂ ਦੀ ਵਹਿਮਾਂ ਭਰਮਾਂ ਵਾਲਿਆਂ ਦੀ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਆਪਦੇ ਨਾਨਕਿਆਂ ਦੀ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਉੱਥੇ ਇੱਕ ਜ਼ਿਮੀਦਾਰ ਸੀ ਜਿਹਦੇ ਖੇਤ ਅੰਦਰ ਦੇਵੀ ਦਾ ਥਾਨ ਬਣਾਇਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹਦਾ ਥੋੜਾ ਜਿਹਾ ਖੇਤ ਸੀ ਵਿਚਾਰੇ ਦਾ ਲੋਕ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਮਿਲ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਜਦੋਂ ਮਹੀਨੇ ਤੋਂ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਉਹ ਫਸਲ ਦਾ ਬੜਾ ਉਪਾਓ ਕਰਦਾ ਲੋਕ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਤੇਰੀਆਂ ਦੇਵੀ ਨਾ ਜੜਾਂ ਪਟੇਗੀ ਤੂੰ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਹਟਾਉਣਾ ਹੈ ਇੱਕ ਦਿਨ ਉਸ ਨੇ ਇੱਕ ਮਿਸਤਰੀ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਸਲਾਹ ਕੀਤੀ ਕਿ ਮੇਰੀ ਫਸਲ ਕਿਸੇ ਜੁਰਤੀ ਨਾ ਬਚਾਈਏ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਰਾਤ ਨੂੰ ਅਖਾੜ ਕੇ ਪੋਥੜਾ ਇੱਕ ਸ਼ਹੀਦਾਂ ਵਾਲਾ ਛੱਪੜ ਸੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਰੱਖ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਤੜਕੇ ਜੱਟ ਦੀ ਵੱਡੀ ਸਾਰੀ ਬੁੱਕ ਕੱਪੜੇ ਦੀ ਮਾਰੀ ਹੋਈ ਆ ਕੇ ਉਹ ਮਿਸਤਰੀ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਅਖੇ ਰਾਤ ਦਾ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਅਖੇ ਹਾਂ ਪਤਾ ਰਾਤ ਵੀ ਕੋਈ ਨੀਂਦ ਆਉਣ ਵਾਲੀ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਸੀਗੀ ਵਾਜੇ ਵਾਜਦੇ ਸੀ ਅਸਤਬਾਰੀਆਂ ਚੱਲਦੀਆਂ ਸੀਗੀਆਂ ਛੜਕਾ ਹੋਏ ਟੋਲਟ ਮੱਕੇ ਵਾਜਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਤੋ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਕੋਈ ਹੋਰ ਆਵੇ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਵੀ ਪੁੱਛਣ ਹੁਣ ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਵੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਤਾਂ ਰਾਤ ਕੋ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਆ ਦੇਖ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਵੀ ਰਾਤ ਅਕੇ ਦੇਵੀ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਹੀਦ ਉਹ ਸ਼ਹੀਦਾਂ ਵਾਲਾ ਛੱਪੜ ਸੀਗਾ ਰਾਤ ਅਕੇ ਦੇਵੀ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਹੀਦ ਅਕੇ ਮੱਲੋ ਮੱਲੀ ਲਿਆ ਕੇ ਸ਼ਹੀਦਾਂ ਸ਼ਹੀਦ ਲੈ ਗਏ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਵੀ ਚਲੋ ਦੇਖੀਏ ਤਾਂ ਸਹੀ ਕੀ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਸੱਚ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਆਪਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਪਿਆ ਨੂੰ ਨਾ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਹੋਵੇਗਾ ਆਖਰ ਉੱਥੇ ਜਦੋਂ ਗਏ ਅੱਗੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਜਿਸ ਉਹ ਬੈਲ ਗੱਡੀ ਤੇ ਉਸ ਥੜੇ ਨੂੰ ਲੱਦ ਕੇ ਲਗੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਵੀ ਵਾਕਈ ਉਦੋਂ ਹਿੰਦੁਸਤਾਨ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਗੱਡੀਆਂ ਕਾਰਾਂ ਦੇ ਸਾਧਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਨ ਬੈਲ ਗੱਡੀ ਤੇ ਲੜਕੀ ਨੂੰ ਲਿਆ ਕੇ ਲਿਆਂਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਜੋ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਵੀ ਉਹ ਤਾਂ ਬਿਲਕੁਲ ਹੀ ਲੈ ਗਏ ਜੱਟ ਨੇ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਾਵਣ ਸਿੰਘ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਸੀ ਆਪਦੀ ਜੁਗਤੀ ਨਾਲ ਹੀ ਵਹਿਮੀ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਆਪਦੀ ਫਸਲ ਬਚਾ ਲਈ regarding the religion and the superstition in which we the worldly people are involved <coughs> master sanand singh ji used to also tell a story uh which happened in the village where his maternal grandparents used to live he used to say that over there there was a farmer who had a very small field and it was very difficult for him to uh make enough because he had a very little amount of land and in that field there was a small temple of a goddess and people used to go to that temple very often so it was very difficult for him to grow anything in that part of the field where the goddess where the temple of the goddess was installed and he was very bothered and whenever he would try to stop people from coming there they would get upset and they would say that if you are doing this if you are stopping us from coming to this temple the goddess will get upset with you and uh, she will curse you and things like that so he could not do anything but when he got tired of that he talked with one person who was like a mechanic or a carpenter over there and they, they made up some story and one day they uh, uprooted that temple from that field and they left it in a nearby place which was called as the place of the martyrs and uh, next morning according to the story which they have made among themselves they both of them sat there and they started talking like this that did you see anything what happened last night so the the farmer said that and the mechanic said that oh yes it was very great last night 
we heard so many different kinds of musical instruments and this and that and they came in the procession now some other people also came and they joined them and they asked them the farmer and the mechanic asked them well did you, did you see anything they replied well we did not see anything because they had not seen anything since nothing happened but it was just a story made up by them so they said well it was worth watching last night it was so fantastic they were uh, uh burning the fire uh, fire uh, arms and things like that and they came in the procession and they were very uh, happy they were dancing and they were doing everything and but it is very unfortunate that even though our goddess she cried very much for help but nobody came to help her and the martyrs came here in a form of the procession and uh, with their force by all their force they married the goddess and they took it to their place now the people did not believe that but they wanted to see that where the goddess had gone so they followed the path through which they had taken the idol of the goddess on the bullock cart because in those days in india there were not so many good means of transportation and whenever any girl would get married they would take her away in the bullock cart so when they saw the the marks of the wheels of the bullock cart they were convinced and afterwards when they got to the martyr's place they saw that the idol of the goddess was there and then they started believing that yes it is true that the martyrs came and they married uh, the goddess master saman singh ji used to say that the farmer was very smart and with his smartness he saved his field and the people started uh, worshiping the idol of the goddess even in the place where the martyrs were hindustan de vich ਅਜੇ ਵੀ ਬਹੁਤ ਲੋਕ ਇਸ ਪਰਮ ਵਹਿਮ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਬੈਠੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤੇ ਇਹਦਾ ਜਿਆਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਅਗਰ ਕੋਈ ਵਿਆਹ ਸ਼ਾਦੀ ਕਰਨੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਪੰਡਤ ਦੇ ਪਾਸ ਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਹੜਾ ਟਾਈਮ ਠੀਕ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਕਿਹੜੀ ਘੜੀ ਠੀਕ ਹੋਏਗੀ ਹੁਣ ਇਹ ਪੰਡਤ ਦੀ ਮੌਜ ਹੈ ਜੇ ਤਾਂ ਅੱਛੇ ਪੈਸੇ ਦੇ ਦਿੱਤੇ ਤਾਂ ਉਹਨੇ ਜਲਦੀ ਮਹੂਰਤ ਦੱਸ ਦੇਣਾ ਹੈ ਅਗਰ ਉਹਨੂੰ ਕਮੀ ਪੇਸ਼ੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਉਹ ਕਹੇਗਾ ਕਿ ਇਸ ਦਫਾ ਤਾਂ ਤਾਰਾ ਡੁੱਬਦਾ ਹੈ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਵਿਆਹ ਕਰ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦੇ ਵੈਨੀ ਆਦਮੀ ਵਿਆਹ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਦੇਗੇ even now the people in india are involved in this kind of superstition but in the past this was too much that uh, if anybody wanted to get married they would go to the pandit and ask him that what is a good day or what is a good time to get married and if the pandit was offered a good amount of money he would uh, take out or he would say that a date not very far is very good and the time is also good but if the pandit was not offered good amount of money he would say that no this is not a good year for you to get married this time the star is sunk and uh, maybe next year and he would always go on he would say like that if he would he was not given any money are bahut sare aadmi mil jayenge ki is din is side kinni jana dusri dusri side jana matlab kehne da bhav sada hai hai ki duniya vehma aur parma vich phasi hui hai even now you will find many people who will say that one should not go in this direction on this particular direction on this particular date or one should not go into another direction in that particular date so the meaning of saying this is that even now there are many people those who are involved in such kind of illusions and superstitions guru nanak ne aap de jeevan de andar ek ghatna aisi dekhi ke koi aap di ladki de vaste ladke vaste mohurt puch reha siga guru nanak kehnde dekh bhai ye man da ta andha hai ਕਿਸੇ ਲੋਕ ਨੂੰ ਸੁਝਾਖਾ ਸਮਝਦੇ ਹੋ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਖੁਦ ਨੂੰ ਨਹੀਂ ਪਤਾ ਕਿ ਮੌਤ ਸਿਰ ਤੇ ਕਦ ਆਉਣੀ ਹੈ ਕਦ ਨਹੀਂ ਆਉਣੀਗੀ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਨੇ ਸਾਰੇ ਵਾਰ ਕਿੱਥਾਂ ਖੁਦ ਹੀ ਬਣਾਈਆਂ ਹੋਈਆਂ ਹਨ ਸਾਰੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਬਣਾਏ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਕੀਜਾਂ ਹਨ ਸੋ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਮੰਨਦਾ ਤਾਂ ਅੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਸੁਝਾਖਾ ਕਹ
ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਰਾਹ ਦੱਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਇਹ ਖਾਤੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਦਿਖਦਾ ਹੈ ਵੰਸ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਦੈਟ ਸਮਬਡੀ ਵਾਸ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਦ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦੀ ਗੁੱਡ ਟਾਈਮ ਫਾਰ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਹਿਸ ਸਨ ਆਰ ਡਾਟਰ ਮੈਰਿਟ ਸੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਟੋਲ ਦੈਮ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਹਿਮ ਦ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇਟ ਫਾਰ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਮੈਰਿਟ ਵੇਅਰਸ ਹੀ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਬਲਾਈਂਡ ਆਫ ਹਿਸ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਹੀ ਡਸ ਨਾਟ ਨੋ ਐਨੀਥਿੰਗ and you understand that he is the awakened one how can he tell you the good time when he does not know that the death is hovering over his head and he does not know anything and still you people think that he knows everything and he is the awakened one guru nanak us se sawal karde hai puchne wale te ke pyareya to vyah vagaira da muhurat ta puchna ke keda changa keda din vagaira changa hai tu maran di tithwar koi puchhi ni ਤੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਲੈ ਉਸ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਨੇ ਨਾ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਕੋਈ ਤੇ ਸਭ ਪੁੱਛਣੀ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਵਾਰ ਪੁੱਛਣੀ ਹੈ ਮੌਤ ਜਦ ਵੀ ਮਕਰ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਤੇ ਸਭ ਕੁਝ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਪੁੱਛਦੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਮਤਲਬ ਤੂੰ ਸੋਚ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਰਿਹਾ ਪੁੱਛ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਰਿਹਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਇਜ਼ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਅ ਕੁਐਸਚਨ ਟੂ ਥੈਟ ਪਰਸਨ ਹੂ ਕੇਮ ਟੂ ਦ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਆਫ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਮੈਰਿਡ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਵਨ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਦ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਫਾਰ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਮੈਰਿਡ ਬਟ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ ਆਸਕਿੰਗ ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਟੂ ਡਾਈ ਈਵਨ ਦੋ that time is fixed but still you are not worried about that god almighty will not ask you that when you want to die or what is a good date for dying whenever he has fixed when whatever date it is determined for you to die he will come and he will take you away pure shlok par number 17 shlok mala pehla saran ki var panna 1244 maran namurat puchya ਨਵਾਰ ਇਕ ਨੀਲ ਦਿਆ ਇਕ ਲਦ ਚਲੇ ਇਕ ਨੀਬ ਦੇ ਪਾਰ ਇਕ ਨਾ ਹੋਈ ਸਾਖਤੀ ਇਕ ਨਾ ਹੋਈ ਸਾਰ ਲਾਸ ਕਰ ਸਣੇ ਦਮਾਮਿਆ ਝੂਟੇ ਬੰਕ ਦਵਾਰ ਨਾਨਕ ਤੇਰੀ ਚਾਰ ਕੀ ਵੀ ਫਿਰ ਹੋਈ ਚਾਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਪੜਤਾ ਤੇ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਵਿਆਹ ਦੇ ਮਹੂਰਤ ਕਢਾਉਣੇ ਹੈ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਮੌਤ ਦਾ ਮਹੂਰਤ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਢਾਉਂਦੇ ਉਹ ਫਿਰ ਵੀ ਆ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਇੱਕ ਤੁਰਗੇ ਹੈ ਇੱਕ ਤੁਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਤਿਆਰ ਹੈ ਦਰਗਾਹ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਇੱਕ ਨਾ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਸ਼ਕਤੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਭੈੜੇ ਖੋਟੇ ਕਰਮ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਇੱਕ ਨਾ ਦਾ ਦਰਗਾਹ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਆਦਰ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਮਾਨ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਪ੍ਰਭੂ ਦੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਫੌਜਾਂ ਦਾ ਆਰਮੀਆਂ ਦਾ ਹਕੂਮਤ ਦਾ ਬੜਾ ਮਾਨ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੈ ਬੜੇ ਇਹ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਸਾਡੇ ਮਕਾਨ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਅੱਛੇ ਹੈ ਕਹਿ ਲਗੇ ਕਿ ਸਿਕੰਦਰ ਜੀ ਉਹ ਮਕਾਨ ਫੌਜਾਂ ਸਭ ਸਾਥੋਂ ਛੁੱਟ ਜਾਂਦੀਆਂ ਇੱਥੋਂ ਨਹੀਂ ਇੱਥੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਤੋ ਗੁਰੂ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਪੰਜਾਂ ਤਤਾਂ ਦੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਦੇਖ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਇੱਕ ਮਿੱਟੀ ਜੋ ਪੈਦਾ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਤਤ ਮਿੱਟੀ ਕੀ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਰਲ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਪੀਪਲ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦ ਪੰਡਿਤ ਐਂਡ ਆਸਕ देम ਦੈਟ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਆਫ ਗੈਟਿੰਗ ਮੈਰਿਡ ਐਂਡ ਥਿੰਗਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਦੈਟ ਬਟ ਵੀ ਨੇਵਰ ਆਸਕ ਅਬਾਊਟ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਫਾਰ ਡਾਇੰਗ ਵਾਟ ਇਜ਼ ਅ ਗੁੱਡ ਡੇ ਫਾਰ ਡੈਥ ਈਵਨ ਦੈਨ ਇਟ ਕਮਸ ਦੇਰ ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਲੈਫਟ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਦੇਰ ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਡੈਡ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਡੈਡ ਐਂਡ ਦੇਰ ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਡਾਈ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਹੂ ਆਰ ਰੈਡੀ ਟੂ ਲੀਵ ਐਂਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਕੋਰਟ ਆਫ ਦ ਲਾਰਡ ਦੇਰ 
who are rejected and who are given a very hard time and there are the ones those who do the devotion of lord who get a lot of glory and who get a lot of honor in the court of lord and in this life whatever possessions we have whatever belongings we have we are very proud of having all those things we are very proud of all the army and all the worldly things which we possess but when we have to leave this world when we have to go back to the court of lord at that time we leave everything here nothing goes with us this body which is made of the clay which is made of clay all the five essence <coughs> five elements which which make this body are created from the clay and finally they go back into the clay and nothing goes with us from this world pyareo guru nanak kende hai jithe sada hisab kitab atma da hunda hai utthe na deh jandi hai na saadi jaat jandi hai oh itthe hi ja ke di mitti vich शहीद है लिबरेशन if there is anything which will help us get the liberation or which can make us free it is the devotion of god and it is the shabad form master guru nanak kende hai ke raje to raje di zumme ke zummewari hundi hai prabhu ne pai ke tu aap di parja di dekh bhal kari pyar kari bachya samaan samjhi jado wapas janda hai onu puchde hai kyon bhai teri parja ch koi tere hunde hi reha पहला <laughs> और बहालिया खोट जिया खोट गुरु नानक कहते हैं एक मिट्टी दी तेरी है एक पुकाने दे समान है ये पुकाने दे विच फूक निकली ओ हवा जोड़ नहीं सकदागा इसे तरह मिट्टी दी तेरी आंख कह जाती है इदे विच ओ काल ने रचना रच के साडा मन चोर बिठाया होया है जेड़ा के साडी अंदरोही कला मरोड़ के सानू गुमराह करता रहंदा है मैं दसदा ना वकील दी तरह अंदरो 24 घंटे सानू समझाउंदा रहंदा है गुमराह करता है संते कहंदे के काल दा एजेंट है एदी ड्यूटी है कि कोई भी आत्मा गुरु भक्ति ना करना पाए केवे ना केवे गुरु भक्ति तो हटाया जावे गुरु नानक साहब से दैट दिस बॉडी इज लाइक अ हीप ऑफ डस्ट इट इज लाइक अ बलून as the balloon is inflated 
it is finished in the same way when the soul is withdrawn from the body it is also nothing it is reduced to just the dust and negative power has created the mind and he has put the thief within us and he always it is his job to always make us forget do the devotion of lord and it is his job and that is why he never allows us to do the devotion of lord often i have said that if we always go on following our enemy how can we become successful puri padhi padhi jin andar ninda dost hai nak vadde nak vadhaya महाकूप दुखिए सदा काले माया गुरु नानक देव जी महाराज दसते हैं कि संता के सू समझाते हैं कि निंदा जाए कोई गुनाह नहीं गा कह लगे कौन निंदा करते हैं जिन्हों के खोटे कर्म पिछो होंगे है और वो खोट ही कमाते हैं वो कहते करूप है वो आप भी अपना नख दरगाहिजिंगाइम they are the ugly ones and also those who are in those who are in their company they also become the ugly ones master sanand singh ji also used to say that there is no other sin greater than the sin of the criticism mahakarup are closing <clears throat> Our closing bhajan is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 227. Your court is more beautiful than the world, O Guruji. Looking at your radiant face, the pains of the heart go away. If anyone comes as a hungry one for the nam, you liberate them, O Guruji. Satsang takes place monthly where people come in abundance. You have come becoming a benefactor in the world, O Guruji. Only those who know your will enjoy the love. Within them limitless radiance has happened, O Guru Ji. Telling the Simran of the five Shabds, the arrow of knowledge is shot with full force. Telling the straight path to telling the straight path to Satchkhand, you make us pray to God. You liberate the suffering ones from many births, the unchaste, angry, deceitful and indulgent ones. Ajay has come to your door to make this plea O Guruji Your court is more beautiful than the world O Guruji Abhijan of Sanchis on page 227 Tera sab duniya to sona he darbar Guruji तेरा सब दुनिया तो सोना है दरबार गुरु जी तेरा देख के नूरी मुकट 
dura de lada tu cara terra de que nuri mu pada ove dura de lada tu cara je ko ia ve namada bukara kita para guru ji Tera sabaduniya to sona he darbar guruji Tera sabaduniya to sona he darbar guruji sat sang lagda he mahavari jis te duk di kal kat bari sat sang lagda he mahavari jis te duk di kal kat bari ban ke aaye tu si upakari Pichya Sansara Guruji Tera Sabaduniya Tosona He Darbar Guruji Tera Sabaduniya Tosona He Darbar Guruji Jere Ramjatari Nujanana Soi Mocha Pramadi Manana Jere Ramjatari Nujanana Soi Mocha Pramadi Manana Hogai Andara Unade Chanan Oh, 
भारते रेते अचायब कारण पुकार गुरुजी तेरा सब दुनिया तो सोना है दरबार गुरुजी तेरा सब दुनिया तो सोना your court is more beautiful than the world, O Guruji. May God continue to bless us all.